Hello and welcome. You are officially listening to the Laugh It Off podcast with Megan Ulrich Krieger. Grab your wine, water, whiskey, whatever, and stay tuned for some good laughs and some tidbits to help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Laugh It Off podcast, or at least I hope we make it through this episode. Y'all, I have tried recording this numerous times, and I can't figure out if the platform I use to record this on or my microphone, which one is not working, but they are not connecting to each other currently, and I have tried to do this like three times, and it's deleted the audio. So, here we go. I am recording direct to my computer, so sorry if the audio feels a little bit different than usual episodes. I plan to have it fixed by next week. But I'm so excited to dive into today's episode with you guys. Um, It should be pretty short and sweet because it's really a simple single subject topic, but it is a very impactful, very important topic. And it is one that actually came requested by a handful of you. And that is how to eat healthy without falling victim to diet culture. And this is something that I think a lot of people struggle with when they're trying to get out of diet culture, when they're trying to get into the rhythm of intuitive eating, and all of that good stuff, right? And the reason why this can be such a challenge is diet culture likes to own or think that they own a lot of what most of us typically associate with health, right? A lot of us typically think that like you can only, or diet diet culture really leads us to believe that if you want to be healthy and you want to enjoy um, exercise, water, vegetables, things that we associate with health, that it automatically means that you're on a diet. Diet culture likes to own these things, right? Or that you can only enjoy these things if you are, for some reason, pursuing intentional weight loss. And that's just like seriously so untrue. And this is actually where I'm going to tangent here for a little bit. Interestingly enough, I think a lot of like fitness coaches and fitness gurus and intuitive eating coaches and anti-diet gurus, if we could get on the same page about this, I literally think these two entities could be very powerful together because most actual like legitimately certified like health and fitness coaches are also anti-diet culture whether they realize it or not because they're anti-low carb because they understand that you need carbs in order to fuel your body for workouts and for exercise. They are anti-restriction and they're pro-health and water and all this stuff. So really, if we could all like team up and be like, diet culture is the enemy here and diet culture is like pinning us against each other, I think we could make so much progress. But that is just my own little like tangent uh, type thing. So Let's get into some ways that you can dissociate health-based habits from intentional weight loss, from diet culture. And first, let's just define diet culture again for anybody who who is unsure or needs to hear it or why. Maybe you haven't listened to enough episodes to realize how I am anti-diet, pro-intuitive eating. So let me pull up the legit definition for y'all. Okay, so diet culture is that collective set of social expectations telling us that there's one way to be and one way to look and one way to eat and that we are a better person, we are a more worthy person if our bodies are a certain way. 
Um, the diet industry is also, like, an $80 billion industry, you guys. If that, like, that to me is red flag enough to realize that a lot of these diet companies out there are pro-money and wealth for themselves and not actually pro-health for everybody else, right? Uh, so how do we pull ourselves out of that and how do we start to eat healthy and incorporate healthy habits without falling victim to diet culture? And I think the number one reminder is that being anti-diet does not mean that you are anti-health, right? Diet culture does not own healthy things. In fact, most of us know that diet culture and diets are not healthy. 95% of people who go on diets gain their weight back, if not more. 30% of dieters develop a legitimate eating disorder from the dietary restrictions, um, restricting and binging and all that, all that stuff, right? So like that in and of itself is the simplest reminder that being anti-diet does not mean that you're anti-health. In fact, in my opinion, it means you are pro-health. You are pro-everybody staying healthy and having a healthy relationship with food and with exercise. And that's what I think the focus needs to be when you're trying to pursue health without falling into diet culture is focusing on your relationship with these things. A lot of times we have to give ourselves time to rebuild that relationship with food. If you've been in engulfed in diet culture, disordered eating, eating disorder for an extended period of time, if you maybe were like an athlete for a super long period of time and the only reason you worked out was to maintain a result or to attain a, a, a body type or something. And so sometimes when we're pulling ourselves out of these toxic relationships with things like food and exercise, our focus, when our focus is rebuilding a healthy relationship with these things, the focus is no longer diet culture. The focus is no longer weight loss. And that truly is the key is you will know that you're not falling victim to diet culture when you can honestly, honestly say the things you're doing, the habits you're trying to instill if you can honestly say they're not rooted in weight loss. That's that's how you will pull yourself out of ever falling victim to diet culture again. Get fucking honest with yourself. Is the reason you put a drink a gallon of water a day on your New Year's resolution goals, is it because in the back of your head you're sitting here being like, oh, this, this would help me lose so much weight? Be honest, you know, and and it's okay if those thoughts come up. Don't don't like shame yourself for still having those thoughts. But that's when I think we can ensure that we don't no longer fall victim to diet culture is when we are no longer pursuing intentional weight loss. When we are just when we are just doing the things for health reasons. Because what let's what happens if you say you set your goals to go to the gym four times a week, drink a gallon of water a day, and eat four servings of vegetables a day, whatever. That's very similar to some of the health goals I set for myself this year. Let's say you do all of that for six months, and you don't lose a single pound. Your body doesn't change. Would that still be worth it to you? Because for me, I'm at a point where it would. My, My true intention with what I'm doing is health. 
like health-based goals. So like, would you still do, I guess the better question is, would you still do the things that you're doing even if you, if, if it wouldn't cause you to lose weight? That's how we can really get super duper honest with ourselves and be like, you know what? I wouldn't fucking run five miles a day. I'm only doing it because I, I want to attain or maintain a certain figure. Um, would you eat four servings of vegetables a day if, if it wouldn't cause you to lose weight? Like, th- like ask yourself those true and honest questions and only do the things that you're truly doing for yourself because it makes you feel better, because it makes you feel healthier, because it brings you joy, like whatever it may be. Because I promise you, when you are doing these things with the intention of weight loss in the back of your head, you will still be doing them out of spite and you will still be doing them out of the dislike for your current self. If you're only going to the gym in hopes of losing weight, but you're telling yourself, oh, I just want to be healthy, you will not enjoy the gym. Like, that is not how you would establish a healthy, happy relationship with the gym. But if you're going to the gym because you're like, this is how I freaking sweat my stress out and this keeps me sane, guess what? You'll like going to the gym and you'll continue going. So when we take intentional weight loss off the table is how we can kind of heal our relationship with these health-based things, okay? And so maybe you're like, well, how do I take weight loss off the table? Like, how do I... How do I do that? Uh, Stop weighing yourself. If these goals were truly, truly not rooted in weight loss, you would not be weighing yourself. And I know that's hard. And I'm 90% sure I have an episode about going a year without the scale. I'll circle back if I haven't done an episode like that yet. It's fucking hard because those of us who are chronic weighers, you chronically weigh yourself, a lot of times we have a sense of control when it comes to weighing ourselves. Like we feel in control of our bodies or whatnot. And you feel like if you stop weighing yourself, you're going to automatically lose control and, and gain all this weight or whatever because you stopped weighing yourself. But again, even that shouldn't be seen as a negative, right? So what if you stop weighing yourself Start putting these health goals in place and you gain weight. Like, my goal is for everybody to get to the point where it it doesn't matter because it doesn't. Our worth, our beauty, everything is not dependent on what the scale says, right? We We all should know that and we're all working to get to a place where we know and fully believe that. And that's just, I mean, honestly, that's just the hard part about this work it's it's honest fucking work to try and pull yourself out of diet culture. It's fucking hard to let go of the ideas that we've always kind of known, to let go of these goals that we've always kind of had for our bodies to be better, smaller, bigger, bulkier, whatever it may be. It's fucking hard to release those things that we spent so much of our life working towards or or basing our worth on. But I promise it's so much better, so much better on the other side. So some things that you can do right away is set set some health goals. What are some health-based goals that bring you joy? Is it, maybe it's not going to the gym. Maybe you've been going to the gym for so long and you're like, I'm only doing this to maintain a certain body type, but it doesn't bring me joy. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's walking the dog. Like what are some 
activities that make you feel good? What are some foods that you enjoy? Maybe you have a water goal. Maybe it's not even a water goal, but it's a goal to cut down on alcohol or caffeine. Maybe it's a goal to sleep more. Maybe it's a goal to like get like I said get outside, walk, get fresh air, whatever it may be. There there are so many things. This is the other this is the a big picture thing too. There are so many things we can do for our health that have nothing to do with food and exercise. Maybe it's lowering your screen time. And again, I'm totally using examples of like all my own personal goals I set for this year. Maybe it is getting a financial advisor or or starting a, a savings account or starting an investment account, like financial health. Maybe it's finally making that therapy appointment, mental health. Like it doesn't, our health-based goals don't have to just revolve around weight loss, diet, and exercise. There's so much more to health. There's so much more to life, you guys. There's so much to enjoy outside of being engulfed in diet culture. So I know that kind of felt like a rambling episode. I know it was kind of shorter than usual, but I hope that that gives you some places to start. So like I said, set some health goals that are truly rooted in health and not in weight loss in the back of your head. Remind yourself of all the ways that diet culture is not healthy. And remind yourself that your weight doesn't mean anything. It doesn't determine your worth, your beauty, or anything. Unfollow anybody who makes you feel otherwise. Unfollow people who make you feel like shit. Follow more body positive influencers. Follow people with all shapes, sizes, skin colors, abilities. So you can truly learn that there is no one way to be. There is no one way to be beautiful, one way to be successful, one way to be worthy. There's so, so much out there. So I shall leave you all on that one. Um, I will pray that the audio situation is fixed by next week. Thank you guys again so much for helping support like the mini relaunch of the podcast we've done this year. I took a few, a little break at the end of last year and we have just been killing it. You guys are killing it. You're eating the episodes up and I seriously cannot thank you guys enough. So I love you, love you, love you all. And we'll chat next week. 